Ah, welcome back to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people create themselves rather than find themselves, where the only entrance requirement is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. And we're continuing our fascinating conversation with Ryan and his journeys through wrestling and mental health. And Ryan, there's there's folks out there that are going to be listening to this podcast saying, Ryan's telling my story. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> then like, uh, but that's important. Th- thanks for listening. And, and I'm sorry that, you know, like, I don't like maybe sometimes I would like to hear, I'm sorry. And I think a lot of my, like a lot of instances where people have been bad to me or left a scar emotionally, uh, through like physical or verbal, whatever, uh, manipulation, whatever, like I, I would like to hear, I'm sorry. And I've had to learn that it's, it's not coming. So can I say it? And I hate when people say it to me, but like, I'm sorry, you know, um, and I know, and this sucks, doesn't it? But like, we got to keep, you got to keep going forward. There's literally no other option. <laughs> well, people, I, I never give anybody sympathy because <laughs> all sympathy does is participate in a person's misery. Uh, well, um, and in can, the in a twelve step world, we we say sympathy kills people. Tell me more about that. Well, if uh, if a person came in and started to tell me all this story, and yeah. session after session. I held their hand and told them how sore I was for them. Right. Where would we get? Like nowhere. Yeah. I, what I tell them is, I said. So I'm that's never, a one-off. Everyone gets one. <laughs> I'm never going to tell you I'm sorry, but I'm going to give you all the encouragement and support that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather point yeah, out. Yeah, that's better. I'd rather point out your gifts, talents, and abilities, and let's work from there. Yeah. 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 It, it's. It sounds like there was no joy in your life at all. I. I shudder to say that too. Like there were times, you know, there absolutely were times that were like joyous and, and good and like so much better than my folks lives. But, uh, like what sticks out is the consistency of like that, that environment and always being on edge. It made, it made, didn't make, but it gave me this like barrier to, reach before I felt like I could have a good time even with them like I I wasn't sure if I could be safe to like smile laugh be joyous and like as a high energy person and kid I was I was and like sometimes I still am a little annoying to people like a little grating or more than a little grating and I get it um goodness well yeah so sometimes what I, and in the 12-step world, and, and in, the, uh, in the therapy world too, at some point we started talking about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, forgiveness is not exonerating the other person, wiping mm-hmm. the slate clean like it never existed. You don't even have to say the words to them. Right. But what it is, it's you identifying those toxic feelings, those emotions that you've been carrying around with you and letting them go. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, you don't even have to say the words to them. It's not making out that they're the greatest people in the world and this never happened. It's you releasing that toxicity, mm. releasing those emotions. And that's real important stuff. Yeah. And that's my own work I can only do, like, I can only do in here. Well, that's, that's, that's work that perhaps you might want to actually work with someone on. I, I take that back. You're right. You know? You might want to get back into therapy if you're not in it now. Goodness and, uh, gracious, if I didn't just email my therapist because, you know, the holidays were uh, 
a mess, but I, I am thinking about like uh, switching things up anyway. It's been, uh, I'll divulge. Well, we, we meet at the end of the week and it's like decompression, but I don't know if I'm ever really getting to the root do you, of anything. Do you think you're worth it? Do you think, so I think I'm worth, worth getting well? Do you what? think you're worth dealing with these things? Oh yeah. I mean, that's why I'm in, that's why I like to talk to a therapist at all, but it, like what, what my sessions have become now are like a winds down for the week and, and I just, it, it's just bad positioning. And so like recently it's been like, I think I'm going to switch it up and because I just, I don't feel challenged in it. I haven't been feeling that way for the past, like maybe like five or six sessions that it just wasn't like, not to, I, I'm not digging or burying. Like it's, it's been good for me to have that like yeah, that's important. chummy time, but like they, I know there are, there's more that I want to work on, and that's just not what's happening. Like, it's an important for a therapist to point out blind spots to the person. And I tell I tell yeah. my patients, I'm not running the friendship club. Yeah. If you want to get well, let's do it. Yeah. Lately, I've been feeling like it's very, like, very chummy. And uh, I think I even, I've expressed this to a friend recently, and I was like, I'm changing this up. Like, it, it's, it's been on the war path. They're not the war path. They're like my, like, just battle plan for the rest of the year is I've got to change it up. And, like... Probably look at specifically uh, behavioral health therapists. Well, I would suggest that you challenge your therapist to start challenging you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to start over. Well, uh, oh, you don't. Yeah, I'm not telling you to oh, change like with therapist. The therapist. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I know, I know. Like I'm, I'm weighing that out myself too. I'm, just, I'm speaking out loud right now. Yeah, I could, I could, and should be like, please, like, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't been feeling like I've been. Uh, challenged in the way that like I ought to be reflective and, and work on these things but yeah yeah that's the next step right now for me well if that's what you presented with every session that's, what, that's what they were comfortable with yeah and yeah I guess I just I was showing up and being like here's what my week was like yeah but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well you got to peel back the layers of the onion and <laughs> and share your thoughts and feelings yeah it's important that you be able to share with significant others Ryan Here's how I think, here's how I feel, mm -hmm. and here's what my needs are. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's important you label and identify how you feel, your thoughts and feelings, because it sounds like uh, you've got like a merry-go-round going inside of your head, buddy. Pretty much, yeah. I'm in, I'm in constant thought. Uh, but I think I, I think I know how I feel in most given situations, and I'm able to communicate that like socially. Um, it's just a lot. It and is. So I communicate it quite a bit. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, the main thing I would like you to do is start to be aware and accepting of it of yourself. Which, do you think there's like a part that you see that I, I could focus on like accepting or like peering at? Or is it just the whole picture? Well, I think the, the, the self-concept is facts and information you know about yourself. Uh -huh. Self-esteem is how you interpret those facts and information, okay? Mm -hmm. And then identity formation. What we try to do is help people step back and look at things rather than from them, mm -hmm. okay? Because if we're inside those thoughts, we, we're getting all tangled up. Mm -hmm. But if we're able to step back and look at those thoughts and describe them, mm -hmm. and then we're not in them. Yeah. Or we get tangled up in them. It's it's a it's it it's a lot of a process of mindfulness. Paying it paying attention on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And uh maybe some medication to slow down those that that thinking a little bit. 
I've wondered about handling my like ADD and it not being caffeine as the solution. Caffeine is not the solution. No. <laughs> uh, Have you ever been on anything like Ritalin, Vyvanse? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was on Ritalin Concerta uh, up until okay. I was about 16, and then I just stopped. There was okay. something I I don't even know why, if I was just being like emotional or like uh, defiant, noncompliant. Um, but. Well, and again, then this I, is, I never went back to any of that. And then also it's like, oh, it, it is the work to like go and uh, be re-diagnosed. Like I don't have a connection to my medical records or anything like that. That was uh, pretty well, securely kept. Um, I don't think it would take a. A lot. I could get it to just oh, too good to, to determine you to diagnose you. I don't think <laughs> no, no, you, you probably um, had me clocked at like five minutes. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it would be worth your while to see a, a sit with a psychiatrist, a nurse practitioner, someone, and uh, get something to tone the tone the volume down. God, probably sounds great. Oh, it, <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it sounds it, great. It, it would it would definitely help. You know, here's what I tell people who avoid medication. Uh, you know, would you take medication if you had diabetes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Would you, if you had cancer, would you take diabetes? If you had a, a, a sore throat, would you take medication? Yes. I said, well, then tell me why you're so hesitant about taking a medication for another disorder. Is it strange to enjoy like the constant thrum of thought and sound to feel so stimulated? No, like, not at all. Not when you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, it's become a pattern of behavior for you. It's mm -hmm. become your comfort zone, man. Yeah. But is it unhelpful? I, I, I hear I hear your advice. Yeah, yeah. Is it so bad? <laughs> it's unhelpful. Mm -hmm. But I I I feel for you because I see these all these thoughts jamming around inside you. I can almost see them. They just, just swirling like, around. Yeah, just yeah. like floating around. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like a total world out of control. Yeah, I'm usually on like three, probably like three tracks of thought at any given time, which, yeah, I really have to like hone in and focus on in my day job, um, which is like a great opportunity too because I understand the work. So it's like a hard practice and focus um, and just like accomplishing things in that mindset feels really re rewarding. But like, yeah, what would it look like if I, uh, I don't know, if I just didn't have that swirling around? Well, you're an insightful guy. You're well-spoken. Okay? Thank you. You are well-spoken. You you can describe most everything to our audience and to myself very nicely. I can over-explain it, too. Uh. <laughs> well, um, you know, pardon me, pardon sometimes, me. sometimes we have to ask ourselves, do I really want to share this? Do these people really need to know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I tell most... Uh, anyone at a certain level of conversation or rate of conversation, uh, whatever's on my mind or why, like, I don't know, uh, why I, I am the way I am. And I do feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, it's getting comfortable with your own self, Ryan. And uh, this is a, this is a great point to I'm almost there sometimes. <laughs> this is a great point to get across to uh, our audience that, uh, you know, there's help out there. Yeah. But, but you have to, there's a big difference, Ryan, between asking for help and accepting it. Mm. Huge gulf. Many people ask for help. Not many are willing to accept it, which means doing the work that needs to be done. 
what a therapist does is enhance the quality of the medication. It makes the medication work better. Yeah, that makes sense given like, so I started taking like something for anxiety at the start of last year. And so like all my sessions being like wind downs and decompression sessions makes sense. But there's just, yeah, there's like, there's deeper stuff there. Oh, like, absolutely. And yeah, I could, I could definitely treat the ADD. God, it's stop annoying, annoying the heck out of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I've always got ideas. I'm afraid I'd lose my many, many ideas sometimes. I don't think you'd lose your ideas. I think you'd be <laughs> able to focus on them and actually maybe act actualize on some them. Of them. Yeah, which would be nice. I, I only pull off like so many things. Uh, getting trash thrown at me was my brightest idea last I year. I saw that one. I love it. That's a moment. So like, it's a moment of escapism that like lasts me five seconds, but is anything I'd need in a week to like to survive emotionally. Well, I can run off that dopamine. Our brains are not wired for multitasking, Brian. They are not. Brian uh, keeps keeps trying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I some people think it's a a, a skill. They they put it on their resumes and. You know, no, I've, I've definitely referred to it like that too. Generally, you only get when you're multitasking. Maybe you start ten things, and maybe you do five or six or seven of them halfway, or yeah, not or well. Ten percent of ten things. It, yeah. It's rarely that you complete anything. So mm -hmm. imagine you being as well spoken as you are, being able to <laughs> focus on thoughts. one of your ideas and yeah. see it to, through to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. That's something like, uh, that's something heavy that I've been avoiding my entire adult life, basically. Yeah, I appreciate you pointing that out, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, your capacity to care is, is great. Uh, but that's also your, your gig. Um, yeah, yeah, I should treat that. Well, you could. And you How could good could my matches to. be? Oh, I'd you stop having like, to. I could choose to. I should. I'm, is, it, is it wrong to say I should? To like encourage? Because to me, that's like, that is encouragement, like self-encouragement in a way. Well, it's setting you up for... For the possibility to not. Exactly. I should. Could, I should. But, I have to. I need to. I must. That's yeah. that inner critic talking to you. Those are self-defeating words. I got you. Yeah. Absolutely self-defeating. Mm -hmm. Generally, I when I was in therapy school... And I didn't get into it till is later. Is that what they called it? I called it. That's what I called it. Uh, Thanks for being with me. Generally, when you, when we would be taught, and I didn't get into this until later. I've been a therapist for 12 years. Mm. So uh, in class, when a person would say, I should, the, the instructor would just say, could. Uh, God, and like, they would, yeah, they would reinforcing. They would reinforce, reinforce uh, changing the way you speak to yourself. Yeah. Words mean something, Ryan. Yeah, and they can sh they can probably shape. They would shape my actions. They could shape my actions if I started using them properly. Well, words like words certainly meant something to you when you were growing up, dude. <laughs> yes, uh, big big time, big time, and like affected uh, affected my like self esteem and and yeah, like my own my own expectation. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, that's like a politician tell, tells lies. You know, if you tell a lie loud enough and long enough, you begin to believe it. Yeah. How could you not begin to believe these things? Uh, yeah, so like, I don't know. I believe so much less that I'm a liability everywhere I go uh, as the years kind of crawl on. But that's been the feeling like I've been trying to overcome is that I am like, I'm a liability and like a black hole. 
um, you know, for like anything around me. Oh, but like, that's not true. Well, you can um, go ahead and feel that I could way be. If you, I, if you want to. Yeah, and I could be. Like, if uh, you choose to feel that I way. I could lead with that feeling and like just leech off people and, and be, be shitty. Um, I could do that. And I'd have every, oh, I'd have every justification in the world to, but like, uh, that's like, that's every day just like reminding myself to not be a dirtbag to others because of like how my life experience has been. Um, that's, that was a longer learning process than I would have liked. I probably wasn't like until I was 28, 29 before I started to look at how I was engaging with the world and like how I'm not proud of like, <laughs> I'm not proud of myself in my early to mid twenties. Surprise, surprise. Um, holler if you hear me, it's been, it's been a whole journey just trying to like figure myself out and you, you could, you could. Uh, do it too because you're really interesting and you're going to be very interested in what you find out if you're feeling especially if you're feeling uh, a little effed up uh, which I felt from time to time sometimes I still feel that way I feel like I'm will always be working you know and I'm, I'm at peace with that like I'm excited about that part of my life where like I'm always going to be on not always but like for a long time I'm going to be working on this and we never are get, get to better. the end there's no yeah. there's, there's there's no finish line okay yeah we never, we never get to the end. There is no finish line. And I like the way you're talking. I like the way you're talking to yourself right now. We'll be continuing our conversation with Ryan next week, a fascinating conversation, delving into the depths of his soul. And a free prescription for you, fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug that television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience without expectations, fish without bait. Do a kindness for another and do a kindness for yourself. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. If we're all not the divine's children, then none of us are. Be good to yourself today and every day. Namaste. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.